Welcome back. Our film reviewer, Gary Pollard, has read all three of the books in Stig Larsson's Millennium Trilogy and seen all three of the Swedish film versions. Now the American adaptation of the first book in the trilogy, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, is upon us, and Gary's been to see it. So, Gary, having seen both the Swedish versions and this new one, how would you compare the first uh, version? Uh, the American version's much better, which, which is a big surprise to me, because I'm really used to thinking that American adaptations of already existing foreign films nine times out of ten, if not 99 out of 100, don't work very well. But David Fincher is the right person to do this. He's got a great sense of symmetry, a great sense of shot. He and writer Steve Zalian have tried to put in almost everything from the novel that was worth putting in. They've changed the ending a little bit, but in a way that still makes an awful lot of sense and maybe works better than the novel. So all in all, a, a very, very successful adaptation for Hollywood. As the title of the film implies, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, it's really about the female lead role, not that played by Daniel Craig. Yeah, I mean, both of them are important, but the, 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 the character with the charisma, the character who's special, is, is Lisbeth Salander, who's played here by Rooney Mara and by Numi Rapace in the original film. Um, and she is very, very good. Rooney Mara, I think, for me, is even better than the Swedish girl, who was already very, very good. Um, she, she takes incredible chances. I mean, I'm used, you're, you might be used to actresses in Bergman films or something being willing to show themselves in less flattering ways or less flattering lights. But that's not something that Hollywood actresses do very easily. Even when it comes to depicting your sexuality or depicting things like that, you know, people want the glamour and the soft lights and all their features to be shown to the best effect. And she's willing to let that go and just go for a very, very brave performance. Do we see any James Bond performances uh, in Daniel Craig? No, just the opposite. I mean, he's, he's kind of funny in this film. You know, one of the problems with the book was they did make him into a bit too much of a James Bond, that he managed to sleep with virtually every woman he met who wasn't over 60. Um, both of the films have decided to cut that out and decided it was just too stupid. Uh, but he's, he's much more a researcher in this. You know, he walks around with his glasses kind of hanging off under his chin. Um, he's actually totally the opposite of James Bond, much more a literary man and, and a journalist. Gary Pollard, thanks very much.